Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Coop and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. This episode takes part of the 100th episode celebration. Um, amazing to get to 100 episodes, so I thought I'd celebrate by doing a kind of a bumper one with lots of different styles of what I do in the podcast, i.e. interviews, listenings, that type of thing. And I wanted to, this is almost kind of coming back from feedback that I've had from people who listen to the show who enjoy the longer form versions of what I do. It's like an hour, two hours, even longer conversations. And we're getting deep with with, with someone and, and we, we talk about various things regarding metal which was fabulous the the a lot of people said can we do shorter episodes or like shorter bite-sized ones where we kind of just talk about something very on a, on a smaller level and i'm in and i'm out and you done and you dusted it really quickly and that's that's where this idea for this episode comes from i'm going to do something now going forward called watch with where i take a video famous music video and we watch it together we talk about it a little bit and kind of see a little bit of its history as well and with these videos only being like four to five minutes long, it gives us a really nice opportunity to kind of do that whole uh, quick in and out, uh, not a de- massively deep dive, but we have a look at something and we can kind of uh, explore it a little bit on a smaller macro level, if you will. If you will. Um, and so this may go to larger ones to be in uh, where we talk about like a whole whole live shows, maybe, I doubt that, uh, but it's possible. I'll, and then we do things like, you know, I suppose you could do a year and a half of the life of Metallica, those two massive sort of films there. We could do that. We could do S&M by Metallica, for example, just to, as, to throw it out there. But for now, I'm going to concentrate on one song, uh, or rather one video by an artist. And that artist is uh, Ozzy Osbourne. And we're going to cover the video to Shot in the Dark. Shot in the Dark from obviously The Ultimate Sin, 1986. It's like four minutes 20. It's the, like, the last track on, on the album. And we're going to have a little bit of a look at that. Ultimate Sin is a really interesting album. You know, you think Ozzy's just coming off being in the Betty Ford clinic and stuff. We're getting the Ozzy with highlights and stuff, things like that. Black Sabbath are doing Live Aid in like 85. So they're really on a really high. There's a real buzz around Sabbath and there's a real buzz around Ozzy, more and more importantly. So it needs to be an album with some um, some big hits on there. This was the second single from, from from this album. What's interesting is, that, I mean, well, you could do the album on its own and completely and delve into that because it's fascinating when Ozzy comes out of out of rehab. Bob Daisy doing some some lyrics, but Jakey Lee doing writing all the, the guitar. And previously he'd been burned a little bit. It sounds like he only would only accept all the the writing credits for for, for the album stuff for the for the, the riffs and stuff that he wrote rightly. So. And Bob Daisley does most of the lyrics, and then they present them to Ozzy and I imagine Sharon, and and they would do that, and that would be great. That that's kind of a running theme throughout Ozzy's whole career that he has someone that writes the lyrics and writes the music, and he kind of puts it together. There's nothing wrong with that, like you know the work that Lemmy did for him on No More Tears, for example, is 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 fine as long as all the parties agree to it. And but I think that that was the start of of the end for Jakey Lee. He was fired shortly after you know, they finished the, the run of tours. There, Bob Daisley left before they started recording. And uh, Phil Susan gets brought in, and and then he get, he goes, and Bob Days comes back, and it's like a revolving door sometimes of of these people coming in. But this song originally was like demoed by a band called Wildlife, which Phil Susan played the uh, the bass in, and that was wrote by uh, the Overland Brothers, who fought for a long time to get the, the, to, the to this song and the credits in rightly about this song, and and Phil was the bassist for them, and then obviously moves to 
to to to Aussie's camp and, and and one of these songs gets picked up and they go okay well that's a hit because you know it's it's obviously a bona fide hit originally this song was about <laughs> from the pink there's a pink panther panther movie called the shot in the dark or a shot in the dark and it was really about that and Aussie's kind of shaped the lyrics and the feel of it to be more about kind of stalking and and, and things like that you know this is five years into Aussie's solo career so we really needed like you know some some absolute sort of amazing songs and that's probably why they picked direct the director uh, andy morahan he's a british director uh, did, did a whole bunch of commercials did stuff like highlander three as a film but he also directed wham's last christmas and, and pet shop boys west end girls and but i mean his headlines are uh, november rain and faith and these were like you know genre genre defining sort of takes genre defining moments in, in their music i mean the video for November no rain is massive you know it was massive everywhere as was the video for faith which arguably pushed both songs completely over and so he he gets drafted in and i think that's, that's a really good choice that you know really high concept visual director gets brought in the kind of lead into do, to doing to doing the video videos were then especially were, were huge part of kind of getting your, your your band and your artist over. So what we're going to do is if you go on uh, YouTube, uh, whatever you want to watch it on, and watch the original, uh, the YouTube HD uh, Shot in the Dark original video, because there's, there's videos of them doing it in a live context totally and what have you, and videos of just the, the music. But we're looking for the video of the, the actual song, the story they tell in the song. So if you want to sync that up, and what I'll do is I'll give you a kind of nod when we're good to go. And we'll both watch it at the same time and, and see what you pick up up on there and what we pick up together on there and see. It's just good to revisit these, especially after time. Like, uh, I haven't seen this video in a while. I'm not going to watch it beforehand. I want it to be completely surprise me what, what happens there and, and see see kind of if it's held its own almost, if, it's, if it still holds true, if it's still a good video or not or whatever it may be. But what we're going to do is if you're going to get synced up with whatever device you have and we'll watch it together. So if we... Sync it up now to Ozzy Osbourne Shot in the Dark video official uh, HD. That's how we know the one we've got. So when we're good to go, I'll shout Sharon or something. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll tell you when, and we'll watch it together. So when I say press play, that is a that is a very eighties uh, look with the police hat <laughs> on and the. Denim and the and the lace, yeah. There's the grandmother. See you later, guys. Have a good day at the concert. <laughs> and there's a shot of LA, I assume. Yeah, that's a fucking riff. That is it. Jakey Lee, just what a player. You know what I mean? One of the definitely one of Aussie's best guitar players. And they're not really concentrating on the road. They're by the looks of things. Like it's probably one of those trailers, isn't it? So they. And we're getting Aussie, we're getting Vegas Aussie, aren't we? Where it's a little bit kind of mean. Uh, <laughs> a lot of glam in there, a lot of like uh, frozen tips on the on the on the hair and stuff, as they say. So there's a guy it must be working and she's having like so I think it's some kind of demonic possession is what's going on here. I'm not surprised. Look at the fucking look at Aussie. What a mean. And now we're at the gig, fucking hell, it was quick. Um, and there's a young Dweezil Zapper there enjoying the show. Fantastic. And he used to get lowered, didn't he? And he'd sit on this throne and the throne would open and he'd be sitting there and go fucking crazy. Yeah, all right. The classic Time Warner version of what a metal crowd to look like. And there he is. He <laughs> I 
the Metallica top there with these Metallica support them. I think they were, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. He's got these like his microphone's got like a fucking cloak. Oh, that's amazing. I can't tell quite if that's Phil or Bob on the bass. It might be Bob. I think that's Bob on the bass. I think. I opened my mind to Jesus. That must have thrown people for for a curve when he said that. Take your lead with an SG there. Amazing. He's still, yeah, look. Oh, there she goes. That's that demonic possession again. Where um, she potentially... You can do... I like her fingernails must be growing. Like off the woman on the cover of The Ultimate Sin. What a great player, Jakey Lee, doing. All right. Just had one of the great guitar tones, Jakey Lee. Just a great player, really serving the song. A crushed velvet, is it? <laughs> Jacket. Beautiful fashion. And yes, look, it's the 80s, so we can't fucking kick off too much. Great playing. Tremelo at the end. I don't know if there's much storyline to this, is there? There's not really much. The, the, the woman goes to concert and looks like she's being possessed by, by Ozzy or the spirits of Ozzy. Look there from Jakey Lane. What a shot in the dark. That's a, it's a great song and surprisingly never really, you know, doesn't play, I don't think he plays as much live. He probably did for the this tour, obviously. Um, and it's, it doesn't appear on, a, oh, there's that feedback that she's been getting. She's getting some feedback there. And her hair's getting bigger and the hand's going out and she must be getting some power off Ozzy. That must be the player and it must boof on her hair up like... And now she's got like like leopard, not leopard, a zebra skin thing, and her eyes are glowing. She's she's fully become, I don't know, Aussie's Aussie or something, a female Aussie. And then there they are driving away. He's telling people, now you're you're possessed by me. And going in, there's there's Dweezel there doing the finger points. So you've got to do the finger points if you're in rock. And then away they go, and that's and this is the little coda to it where. And now she's on. I think she's on the. Um, she's on the, the 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 screen of the or the the, the end. She's like joined the, the album cover or something. That's a great video. That isn't it. Doesn't it doesn't do an awful lot. It's not. It's not high concept. It looks quite nice. A lot of fades and shit like that. But it it was interesting that you know if you look back at some of the uh, compilation albums that I did, Shot in the Dark doesn't doesn't appear on there. I think Miracle Man switched it out on another one. So it's it, it's interesting to see. It's almost like a forgotten. Classic, and it's a great, it's a great song. It's a great album, and it's not really maybe accounted for in in, in Aussie's back catalogue as maybe it should be. And Jakey Lee, obviously, I, I say obviously a lot because it seems just surprising that most people it's not on the, the guitarist names. You always think of Zach Wild or Randy, and I think do you know what's interesting? I put this out there as a as a final thought. Maybe the Weasel Zapper might have been. The, the best guitarist Ozzy didn't have. How controversial is that? Like, Dweezil can play friends with Zach, can play, can really shred, can do some really heavy guitar, and a great songwriter as well. He might have been a great choice for, for, for Ozzy as a, as a guitarist, you know, really, might, at least if only to, to write stuff with. And I think 
you know, he was doing a lot of acting and he turned up in The Running Man and all that type of thing. But he, he's a great guitar player in his own right. It's interesting as a, as a cosm of what it looks like for the Aussie sort of pantheon of players that have gone through to see some of the problems. This, this whole album feels as if it was mired in songwriting controversy and it took a long, long time for that kind of to resolve. But what we're left with is a beautiful, uh, beautiful song and a great video. And it's yes, dated it because of the clothes and stuff like that, but it's just a great fucking video. That's a video in, you're in a bar somewhere and that comes on and that's fine and that's a great video. Uh, it doesn't do an awful lot, it doesn't go any place, but it doesn't need to. It's an 80s rock video for for uh, a great metal song. What did you think? Do you think it's a great song? Do you think that album's any good? Do you think the video's any good? Do you think this is any good? What do you think? Put them in the comments and, and uh, it'll be below this. I thought I'd try this out. I'll try a couple of these and try and do various songs. Suggest songs, suggest videos, suggest like longer form videos. Wouldn't it be mad to do like the new uh, Metallica S&M with this or, you know, something like that? That might be interesting to do. So please, you know, suggest these things and, and tell me what you think. And uh, it's nice to do these lots of, like quick 15 minutes in and out and see, see, you know, how you feel about stuff. I think it's just a nice way of looking at a song or looking at a video in retrospective. Once again, thanks for listening. I'll see you at the show.